Welcome to Wayfair, where we're all going to Graceland. You know, where the Mississippi Delta is shining like a national guitar. In the midst of the slurry of sound bites, this podcast is like Antimedia. It's filled with gaps and places for you to join in and respond. It's like a coffee maker for your soul, with a nice medium roast and a little bit of cream, or, you know, however you take your coffee. I like my coffee best with bacon. It's only half finished on its own, though. It needs you to be complete. Together, we'll explore a variety of spiritual practices, old and new, from responsive readings and quiet reflection to Lectio Divina. Each day of the week, we'll focus on a particular attitude or spiritual posture. Today, we're thinking about generosity, how we can join in God's movement of compassion and care for others. Now, throughout the podcast, you'll encounter a variety of voices and even be invited to participate. There will be places for you to respond in prayers and readings and songs. So join in as you feel led. Unless you're still working on that coffee and bacon, we don't want to interrupt that sacred practice. So listen to your heart. Be attentive to the spark of the divine within you as we journey together. This is Melissa. Will you pray with me? I will pray a line and then leave space for you to respond with, Open our hands. So after each line, you can respond with, Open our hands. Let's pray together. As you care for us, so you invite us to care. As you are generous with us, So you invite us to live generously. As you are always reaching out and gathering in, so you invite us to reach out. To welcome sisters and brothers. To believe that small acts, minuscule acts, offered in compassion can bring momentous change. God, we are watching you. Amen. Came into town on a borrowed ride Everyone around said this was the time When a king would come and make a stand And bring God's country to this land Well they waved you in on a sea of palms Said you were the greatest of them all But the look on your face said you didn't think 
things would work out that easy. Hosanna in the highest. Save us, O King. Hosanna in the highest. Here comes our King. It didn't even take you a week to get yourself arrested and into your best friends left you and ran away When they hung you on a cross and laid you in the grave Hosanna highest save us O King Hosanna in the highest here comes our King Carried on these crashing burden waves In their ashes The Prince of Peace will reign The Prince of Peace will reign Hosanna in the highest save us O King Hosanna in the highest here comes our King here comes our King. Here comes our King. Today, as we think about generosity, we're talking with our pastor at okay. Central, Mark Johnson. The reading I have for this morning is from Reinhold Niebuhr's book, Lees from the Notebook of a Tame Cynic. He writes, the cross of Christ symbolized something in the very heart of reality, something in universal experience that it has its central place in history. Life is tragic, and the most perfect type of moral beauty inevitably has at least a touch of the tragic in it. Why? That's not so easy to explain. But love pays such a high price for its objectives 
and sets its objective so high that they can never be attained. There is therefore a foolish and a futile aspect to love's quest, which gives it a note of tragedy. What makes this tragedy redemptive is that the foolishness of love is revealed as wisdom in the end, and its futility becomes the occasion for new moral striving. This is the paradox of Christianity. We're always playing a losing game, but it's a game that, strangely enough, you actually win by losing. You gain by letting go. You advance by considering others greater than yourself. One of the reasons love is so compelling is because it is something you are willing to surrender yourself to, even when that demands sacrifice or suffering or pain. Because it is given in love, that struggle ends in success. If the love is returned, we are happy. But even if the love is rebuffed, we still, from it, may learn a deeper wisdom. For example, let me say a word about a more modern and fateful critique to this way of thinking. Brought forward by the deep wisdom gained by those who have found themselves on the wrong end of the stick or the wrong end of history or the wrong end of a situation like persons of color who have been systematically oppressed, or women who have been abused, or people who have found they had absolutely no power whatsoever who have been constantly belittled and put down. For these individuals who have experienced such loss and who may already believe themselves to be a lost cause, there is a message of Christian hope. The message is, God promises to transform your wounds into a greater and more redemptive worth. Your experience affords moral authority to confront injustice because your experience has itself experienced injustice. To give voice and validity to your experience, to transcend your abuser, to be an example of strength and grace, even when crushed by those that are greater than you, you recognize that none of these things are greater than God. Martin Luther King Jr. once said it like this, We can't make them love us, but we can keep them from lynching us. All persons have a right to be treated with fairness, decency, and dignity. This is God's will. This is the Christian duty. And here we discover that resurrection that's awaiting for us on the other side of the cross. For the powerful... You must go to the cross and lay your privilege down. But for the powerless, for those who have already lived in the shadow of the cross through their own life experience, it's time to say to them, it's time for you to pass go and collect your $200. For even the morality of the board game Monopoly teaches that grace. So it's time to let folks find their voice and to come to the cross out of their authentic experience. For some, it is time to quit trying so hard. For others, it's time to find the value that is within them. As they are able to do that, they find the permission and the possibility 
to walk into the breaking light of a new creation. Pray with me. O Christ, who identifies with the oppressed and demonstrates your solidarity with those who suffer by your death upon the cross, give depth and wisdom to our experience of Christian life. Teach us when to hold on. Teach us when to let go. Teach us when to speak. Teach us when to be silent. Lead us to stand up. Lead us to walk away. Only by the gift of your living presence can we know what to do. We'll not always get it right, but we will always seek to do it better. Have mercy upon us. Make us teachable. Give us hope. Help us to be patient. And may we always remember Even in our powerlessness, we cannot outpace your capacity to rescue us and renew our spirits. Wayfair is a production of Central Baptist Church in Lexington, Kentucky. A loving, healthy, and progressive gathering of Christians where everyone is welcome, no exceptions. Find out more about Central at LexCentral.com. There you'll also find links to subscribe to this podcast with iTunes or Stitcher. If you like the show, don't forget to share it on Facebook or Twitter and send us your comments. You can get in touch with us at info at LexCentral.com. This episode was produced by me, Aaron Austin. Thanks to everyone who joined in. And thanks to you for listening. Join us tomorrow for another step along our journey.